Welcome into another edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how are you tonight? Doing good. How are you? Doing well. Um, all right, so a couple things before we get started tonight. Uh, this episode is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. We talk about them about once a week. Uh, check their site out. A lot of cool stuff on there. Uh, the best thing about it is their mobile site. It is tailored to work really well with your phone. So you don't have to worry about downloading an app. You don't have to worry about a clunky site design or whatever. They've done a good job of bringing that site to mobile. So um, check that out. Again, that's mybookie.ag. Also a reminder of the promotion we have going on with Pro Football Focus. If you like or if you rate and review the podcast on iTunes, leave your Twitter handle in the review. You're entered to win a year-long subscription to PFF. A lot of cool stuff on there. Um, I'm sure most of you are familiar with their grades and, and all that kind of stuff, and you'll hear us reference them a lot on the podcast. So check out those two things. All right. So Titans are back on the practice field on Wednesday. Um, nothing really of surprise. Delaney Walker, Eric Decker, Derek Morgan all missed practice today. Um, not sure deal on Decker. Um and then Quentin Spain, who's the other one. There's four. I can look at the other one. Um, they almost practiced today. Not sure the deal on Decker. They didn't really – Mark didn't really say anything about it. Um, so, I mean, it seems to me maybe just a day off type deal. Uh, you know, Derek Morgan and Delaney Walker have both been through injuries. Uh, they didn't keep them out of the last game, and, and neither one of them, I don't, I don't think, got any worse in the game on Sunday. So I would ex- expect both of them to play. Um Quentin Spain's still up in the air, so we'll have to see on him. We're practicing full, so that was kind of a change from really most of this year. Um, so good to see that. And then the biggest thing, Corey Davis, not on the injury report at all, full go. Malarkey said should see an increase in snaps in this game on Sunday. So, you know, should get the wide receiver one snaps, which is what we expect him to be, what they, they've kind of planned on him being from the beginning. So obviously, I, I mean, I think that's probably the biggest thing of note today. Yeah, um, on Eric Decker – I think it was an illness. Um, okay. It didn't say on why it didn't say it on the main site, but just a Twitter search says illness. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, sounds like he'll be just fine for Sunday. Um, the, really, the biggest thing for me is Derek Morgan. Uh, we've talked about the struggles of this pass rush uh, as a whole, and Morgan's a big, a big one of the main contributors of it. So. Uh, if the Titans are without him, and again, we, we don't know if, if they are or not, but he didn't practice today. So uh, the Titans need to have him on the field. He's really good against the run. Uh, just, just a good all-around guy. Uh, I'm not really sure how they'd replace him. I, I guess it would be more Kevin Dodd than anything, which, which is a scary proposition. Um, but again, Delaney Walker, it kind of feels like the same deal. Uh, as, as last last week, he's probably just going to gut it out as he usually does. Yeah, and something interesting on uh, Delaney Walker. You know, he had talked a little bit last year. They you know they had the, the Delaney Walker show in the midday one eighty. He talked about how he didn't like you know, taking some of the pain medicine and stuff. And um, somebody had asked him after the game on Sunday if he took a Toradol shot, and he said no, he wasn't going to do that. He would just you know kind of play through it, tough it out. Um, and Kaharski said he had talked to Wycheck, and Wycheck said that basically 100% of the guys back when he played uh, would have taken that shot. So um, he, he, Walker's, he's a gamer, he's a tough guy, um, obviously, and you know, and worried about you know the effects that, that stuff could have on him later on. But just you know, it's 
he, he's going to be out there. I don't, I don't doubt about that. And I think they're just trying to help him manage that pain a little bit, um, you know, going forward. Because they, they obviously they need him 100% healthy. Um, and then, like I said, the, the biggest question mark is still Quentin Spain. But like we've talked about kind of the last couple of weeks, the, the drop-off from him to Schwinky is huge. Um, I, I think the, the, the only concern there for me is just, you know, the, the cohesion that the offensive line needs to play with. And you kind of hate to be bouncing back and forth between guys, um, especially with, with some of the struggles that they've had. Uh, you know, but we'll just have to kind of keep an eye on that and see, you know, what, what shakes out there. Yeah, and you know it's not like they have they've had any cohesion all year. So. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't think it's like you said. I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, another thing to talk for next week uh, is the IR move. Uh, they'll be the Titans will get to to either take Harry Douglas or Aaron Wallace off IR. Uh, Aaron Wallace would be a guy that that could really help this team right now, in my opinion. Uh, just fresh legs, uh, give him some speed burst off the edge, and, and kind of throw him into the rotation. Uh, I thought he did some nice things in the preseason. Uh, he had a, the game-winning sack fumble. Uh, I forget who it was uh, against. But anyways, he, he's, he could come in and, and kind of be that fourth pass rusher, and the Titans could really use a guy like that. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that they could they get to help with the pass rush would would be a welcome addition. Um, looking at the Bengals injuries real quick, um, Tyler Boyd, a uh, guy that you know had some success with them last year as a receiver, he has missed it looks like a month with a knee injury, but he was limited in practice today. Might be able to get, they might be able to get him back this week. Um, and then it looks like Jeremy Hill, Sean Williams, Randy Bullock, and Kevin Minter. All missed practice today for the Bengals. So, uh, you know, Jeremy Hill ended up being a, he was scratched last week, and I thought it was a healthy scratch, but apparently he rolled an ankle or something in pre. Um, so they didn't have him, but Joe Mixon's better anyway. So not really anything huge of note uh, for the for the Bengals there. Uh, it, they did have one, uh, I think Jake Fisher, um, and they signed. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, put Jake Fisher on the the NFI list, uh, and, and they signed Eric, Eric Winston. Uh, so a change up front there for a struggling Bengals offensive line. Uh, I, again, not not a huge deal, but it's just kind of a change of face there. Yeah, that's why he wasn't on the injury report because yeah. he's on that list. So, yeah, that, that, yeah so, I mean, something to keep an eye on. You know, their offensive line hasn't been very good. So hopefully, um, you know, hopefully that'll help this, this pass rush that has been struggling a little bit this year. Um, so, yeah, that'll be something to watch. All right, so uh, – Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, some some games, some lines we like from this weekend, and then later on we will get into uh, some specific predictions and, and things that we'll be looking for in the game between the Titans and the Bengals. Okay, so again, we talk about my bookie, and the, the, like I said from the top, the, the site's really cool. Uh, you need to check it out. They have lines, you know, obviously right now before the game. But the cool thing is you can also in-game lines. Uh, you can look at props there. You can just see anything you want. NFL, obviously, that's, that's what we focus on. That's what we spend our most of our time talking about. Um, but they have college lines and, and, you know, NBA, college basketball, I mean, all that stuff you, you can hit there. And the cool thing about them is that they have a, just a great mobile, mobile site, mobile platform that you can use very easily from your phone. Again, it's mybookie.ag, and if you use the promo code uh, Locked On, you get uh, up to 100% deposit bonus. Obviously, really cool as well. 
so, Terry, I know there was a game that you really liked the line on uh, when it first came out this week, and it looks like that game has stayed at the same line for right now. Yeah, I, I jumped on it um, on Monday. It was the Patriots minus 7.5 against the Broncos in Denver. Uh, the Broncos are just struggling right now. Uh, if, if, did anyone see that that Denver Philadelphia game last week? I, I mean, Denver went lost. Uh, so Brock Osweiler again. Uh, that defense looks like it, it's really struggling right now. Uh, Patriots are coming off of a bye week, uh, so Bill Belichick with, with two weeks to prepare for that. Uh, that that just seems like a slam dunk to me. Yeah, and so the one that I wanted to look at is, and, and I hate this, that it's a game, and we talked a little bit about this before we came on, but Jaguars minus three and a half at home against the Chargers. The Chargers' uh, struggles of coming across country for a noon central start are well chronicled. Um, have, they have not played well at all in those games. They did have a bye week last week, so maybe that'll help. But, you know, you just look at what the Chargers want to do um, you know, the, the passing game, their passing attack is really what, what makes them go. Because, you know, Melvin Gordon, while he's put up some pretty good numbers this year, if you look at his efficiency stats, they're terrible. I mean, he's just he's not he's not getting big chunks of yardage other than, like, he'll have a big play here or there. But his yards per carry is way down. Um, you know, that's where the Jaguars' defense has struggled this year has been against the run. But with the addition of Marcel Darius, they looked really good against the Bengals this past week. Um, so I, I just feel like you got to like where – this Jaguar defense is overall, and again, getting charged coming across the country, getting him at home. Um, I, I just feel like it's a really good spot for the Jaguars there, and I feel like they'll be able to um, take advantage of a Chargers defense that is kind of a you know run. They're they're uh, suspect against the run. They have two pretty good corners, um, so it, it's harder to throw on them. The Jaguars don't want to throw the ball anyway, so um, you know I, I just I feel like that's a good spot. For the Jaguars, unfortunately, it would be nice to see them lose that game. The Titans win. The Titans, you know, have a you know a full game and lost column lead on the Chargers. But I mean, on the Jaguars, sorry. But I, I don't think that's going to happen this week. I, I think Jaguars minus three and a half is is, is a pretty safe deal. Um, so anyway, again, that's, that, those are from mybookie.ag, and you can check that out. There's a lot of good stuff there. Uh, when we come back, talk a little bit more about Titans Bengals and what we expect to happen. All right, so, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about this game, about specific matchups that, are, that we'll see. I think for me, the, the, really the only fear that I have of the Bengals offense is A.J. Green being able to get over the top and make some big plays. I mean, I, the, the, the Bengals offensive line is not good. Um, they haven't been able to get in the run game. Now, I do say that part of that is because, you know, they, they refuse to give their best back carries. Um, you know, which which can tend to be a problem, but at the same time, the, that offensive line is still struggled even when Mixon's been in there. Um, but if they give Andy Dalton time, and again, we talk about the issues the Titans have in the pass rush. I don't like AJ Green, especially if the Bengals can find a way to get him on a Dory Jackson. We talked about that a little bit yesterday, and the you know the height advantage there, and just the veteran presence, and you know the skill set that AJ Green has and how that against Dory Jackson is a little bit scary at this point in his career. So, I mean, I think from just when you look at it and things that I'm afraid of from this game, stopping A.J. Green is the biggest 
thing that I'm not sure how the Titans are going to be able to do. Yeah, and it's interesting because A.J. Green is coming off of that, uh, I guess you can call it a fight with Jalen Ramsey, uh, where he got called soft, and uh, he was pretty frustrated that, that Dalton missed him downfield. And you, you can tell, he, he's just, uh, it's been a frustrating season for him, one of the better players in the NFL, having to, having to, you know, go up from a playoff team to to three and five here. So, uh, you you just you hope you don't get a, a ticked off AJ Green that's really motivated. And, and I'm scared that's might that might be what we get. Um, you know, we talked about his targets. His targets are down um, from from what we think they should be. I think it was like 60 targets on the season, uh, which you know it's kind of crazy. You know, if if AJ Green's on my team, I'm throwing him the ball whenever I can. Uh, so that's definitely a spot where uh, if the Bengals, how are the Bengals going to beat you? Uh, A.J. Green is right there at the top of that list. And, and honestly, you know, I, I really don't see too much more of this offense uh, being able to, to win m- matchups. I, I think the Titans are better uh, with their front seven against the offensive line. I think the Bengals will struggle with the ball. Uh, so really all they have offensively is, is Dalton and A.J. Green. Yeah, and you know, I was looking back through. I don't know what the Titans. You, you know, you get into these sites like you can look at DVOA against number one receivers, and you know, point fantasy points allowed, that kind of stuff. Number one, look at those numbers for the Titans. They're probably actually pretty good, uh, just because when you look at the the competition they played over the last few weeks. Um, you know, going all the way back to you know the Dolphins, and you know Devontae Parker went out early in that game, but I think Jarvis Landry still had a pretty big game. But if you go back to Week One. Um, you know, Cooper and Crabtree both had good games for the Raiders. Um, Doug Baldwin had 10 catches for over 100 yards and a touchdown for the Seahawks. DeAndre Hopkins had 10 catches for over 100 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, while we feel better about the secondary and about what they've been able to do over the last couple of weeks, we just kind of a little bit have to keep in mind the competition they've played. And so, you know, on one hand, it's like I said, I, 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 I feel better about the group, and I think they're a whole lot more talented than they were last obviously. And, and we've seen, you know, the, some of the strides that they've made. But some of those issues are still there. And, and you know, part of it is, again, is, is the pass rush not getting home. Um, but there are, some, there, there are some big plays still to be had there. And like you said, you know, this game for A.J. Green, like one of two ways, in my opinion, he's going to be, you know, Ray Lewis pissed off for greatness. He's going to come out and want to put on a show to prove that he's not soft and, you know, all that stuff from last week. Or you'll see the, the, the frustration bubble over and, and see him shut it down a little bit so uh looking back at landry's numbers real quick he, he was he was only five for 44 on touchdown so not, not a great game there but i don't know i just on one hand i feel better about where the titans defense is but then part of me is a little bit scared because it, it's been against competition that's not that's not as good no you're absolutely right uh and that's that's kind of what i was warning about early in the season with, with seattle and attacking that offensive line, you know, pass rush looked great, but you, you got to kind of figure out who you're playing before you can deem the pass great. So uh, I think the the defense is in a pretty good spot here, though. I, I think Dalton will probably turn it over just because he's going to have to press a little bit. Uh, you know, any team that can't run the ball, the quarterback's going to have to press a little bit. Uh, so you might see another opportunity for Kevin Mike. Uh, and you might see an opportunity for Dory Jackson to get that first pick. So I, I think the Titans will get a, a couple of chances uh, to make a difference defensively. Where I'm worried is the offense. You know, we just don't know what we're going to get 
from this group. You've got a banged-up DeMarco Murray. Uh, De- Derek Henry has just kind of been inconsistent. He's looked great at times. He's looked bad at times. Uh, and you can kind of say the same thing for Marcus Mariota. So uh, it's a game that I feel the Titans will win. I uh, just don't know how convincing it's going to be. Yeah, and I think it, I think it'll be ugly. I don't think it'll be much different than what we've seen um, these last couple of weeks. And we, we've talked about that, about how, you know, the, the, the Bengals have a good defense. They have a good front, especially. And so you're going to – you're not going to see probably big chunks of yards on the ground. Uh, maybe there'll be an opportunity for some play on the field. Uh, it would be cool to see, you know, Corey Davis get a long touchdown. Um, we know that's coming at some point. This would be a good week for that. Uh, you know, if we could get that and Dory Jackson get his first pick in the same game, that would be, that would be pretty sweet. But I, I think, that, you know, last week we saw him go to a little bit more play action, and they were really successful with that against the Ravens. And, and I think we may see a, a similar type attack here. And, you know, even when the run game is not being as successful as, as we hope that it would be, we, we'll see them stick with it to try to make the team protect the play action. Um, you know, like I said, that that's kind of was the approach that they took last week. I think they were probably that was probably the heaviest play action game we've seen all season. So, um, you know, I, I would expect kind of a similar thing, but I don't expect them to put up a bunch of points here. Um, like I said, because it is a tough defense. And so maybe another grinded game. Did you see the stat today that, in the last, you know, since Malarkey took over as the as the full time coach, the Titans are six and zero in games decided by three points or less. And so, while that's 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 quite a few games in a year and a half, um, so on, on a little bit concerning. But at the same time, I mean, those are the types of games that you have to win in the playoffs, and, and you know, you, you feel pretty good with that type of track record. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, let's get a little prediction going here. Uh, I, I kind of tend to think that. We'll see a lot of field goals uh, out of out of both sides. So I'm going to roll with 23-16 Titans. I, I think it's just like you've been saying, uh, ugly game, just really similar to that Browns game, really sim- similar to that Ravens game. Uh, I'd like to see this run game get jump-started. Maybe it's it's with Marcus Mariota. Maybe he's healthy. Uh, maybe they're they're – feeling good enough to turn him loose in the RPO game and the spread option game. Uh, something something needs to clear the run game here. But uh, like, I, like I said, I think the Titans cover. Uh, I believe it's it's five points right now. I think the Titans win by a touchdown, 23-16. I've got a Titans at 23-17. I was actually looking back. I did a, a Q&A thing with the, the guys from Cincinnati Jungle, which is the SB Nation Bengals site. Um, and I was I was trying to pull that up real quick to see what my my score prediction was on that. So I said twenty three seventeen. So we're, we're right on the same page there. Um, you know, and, and hopefully uh, hopefully we can see something a little bit more than that and see them run away. But I don't feel like this is going to be that type of game. So yeah, I, I think we're kind of on the same on the same page there. And I think most of the damage is going to have to be done through the air. Um, again, a product of one the, the Bengals defense being good, but also just the Titans defense or the Titans run game. Sorry, not clean. So anything else we need to hit on before we get out of here tonight? I think we covered it all. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll be back on Sunday um, to re- recap this game, and then we'll turn around real quick next week. Got a short week with the with the what is you know going to be a really big game in Pittsburgh and Steelers on Thursday night. So uh, it'll be an exciting week next week, and we'll we'll get to see that game early on. So that'll be cool. So uh, for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening. Again, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at jmorrismcm. Terry is at t lambert fb. Check out our work on MediaCityMiracles.com. We'll have a lot more on this game leading up to Sunday. 
So thanks for listening to Locked on Titans, and we'll talk to you again next week.